thank you gentlemen for joining me today. Uh, this is the Mouth Breathers Anonymous class. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, last week, I unfortunately had a situation where there was some uh, significant air going through my microphone. And I feel really bad about it, but I feel like it's important to bring it to the class. Uh, sorry, uh, Devin, do you have something to add to the, to the conversation? What? No, yeah, I'm good. Oh, oh, you're just. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so anyway, um, I wanted to make it clear that breathing into your microphone is not normally a good thing, and it's really inappropriate. And honestly, just downright inconsiderate to the listener to be listening to your air and breath at every statement you make. So please, uh, in the future, you should be very careful not to let that happen. Uh, do you have anything to add, uh, Christian? What? <laughs> uh, stay hydrated, fam. Hold on, hold on. Let me, I'm making myself a margarita. Golly, you don't please. This is all getting. Hey, cut. you guys want pizza? Okay, guys. Uh, I think I got pizza. I really feel like you're missing the point here. Um, wait. I, let me go. Let me go get my notes. <laughs> no, Devin, you shouldn't sneeze into the microphone when you're. Oh God, this oh, is. Oh, De Devin, please, COVID, come on. Oh, sorry, six feet. Wait, oh, yeah, I forgot to brush my teeth. What, what do you mean you forgot to brush your... Wait, we're in the middle of a cast. Just do it before you no, go to they bed. Need to, they need to smell into you fresh. I, I, okay. Yeah. Um. I guess that's very important. You know, personal hygiene Hold support. On, snacks. Oh, God. This is... Oh, shit. There's a bug in my room. <laughs> you see, this is why we have to have these courses. This, this right here is exactly why we need to have this talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> the four horsemen of sounds and microphones. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to our ASM welcome to our ASMR cast. Okay, we're done. The bit is over. <laughs> the bit's done. I appreciate the effort, but All we're right, done. If we're, if we're making a lot of noise, let me just uh, drill this hole in my wall. Just don't stop. I just wanted a simple three second long bit and here we are. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> three minutes in and we're talking about throwing darts. All right. Um. So now that that's out of the way, why don't we yeah. try to get into a summary? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So after a long journey, Vivi's finally about to come in contact with the rebel leader and childhood friend Koza. Her voice, unfortunately, does not carry amidst the galloping and war cries closing in on Alubarna. With the king missing, the royal army has been infiltrated by Crocodile's men. The armies collide, and the fighting begins. The sound of gunfire echoed throughout the city streets, metal clashing against metal, the very ground shakes from the constant hails of cannons. Vivi, now fixated on a mangled Cardu, is stricken by guilt, her thoughts racing at what the next move should be. Unwilling to let this be the end, she starts heading for the castle. I couldn't prevent it, but I damn sure will stop it. To be continued. Dun dun dun. You know, I, I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong with these apps, but there was less plot progression and more hype, I guess. I do kind of have a thing. It, it kind of takes off at the very beginning when it, because like the first episode opens up with a, the continuation of the last scene that we saw from the last one, which is where, you know, Crocodile has a, you know, his hook between, you know, his good, you know, Luffy's little, you know, dangly bits and his, you know, chest. Yes. And, uh, 
there's there's a moment that I don't know if you guys caught it, where you see the water dripping from the canteen that the guy from Yuba gave to Luffy, right? Mm-hmm. And it goes onto Crocodile's arm. Yes. And Luffy grabs him by the arm and actually hurts him. Yes. Crocodile's weakness is water, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no. 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 And I think I know exactly how he's going to defeat him. <laughs> do you? Okay. Enlighten us. Well, how do you Go think ahead. that Luffy's going to be Crocodile? <laughs> so we know that there's a bunch of the green powder for the rainwater, or rain powder, whatever you want to call it, yes. in, the, ca- in, in the, ca- the kingdom, right? Or it's in the Alabarna? Yeah, that's where they're at. They're in uh, the capital city's Alabarna. So that was the first time Luffy was ever to actually hurt him With was when he had water absorbed into his skin because he hates being wet. He likes it when it's dry. Yes. I think the final se- scene setting for their fight is going to be during when he, Luffy's going to cause it to rain somehow so that he has to... It's almost like Colonel Mustang when, you know, his gloves got wet, that kind of scene. <laughs> uh-huh. But instead it's going to be, you know, Crocodile. And so he's going to be not able to dodge his attacks because he's solidified because of the water. Ooh, that is a that is a big thing from the big Devin in the corner over yonder. When when you said I don't know how he's going to defeat him, I thought you were going to say he's going to lick him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to lick him to death. <laughs> lick him to death. We already tried no, that. He tried to eat him. What about licking? All right. I mean, I- Putting him whole in his mouth is going to apply a lot more could, saliva Could you imagine if he literally just spits at him for the final fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it! It's fucking gross! <laughs> is there ever a scene throughout the series where he stretches his tongue out? Like a licky tongue? Uh, yeah. Not that I can recall. Um... But maybe in a movie or in a filler arc? I, I want to say no. <laughs> Not a cannon attack. Not a cannon attack, nah. <laughs> the cannon is oh reserved for decently sounding moves. But, uh, but, but uh, Devin, I, I really like the thought process. I think that you are putting, putting the gears together. I will tell you that there is a reason that that scene was showed uh to the audience. I think that scene is way more badass if it's Luffy's own blood. You think so? I mean, that would make him more badass, but do you know how much blood it would probably have to take? That's a lot of blood, Christian. That is a lot I'm, of I'm blood. I'm just talking about his arm. I'm not talking about, fi- I'm not talking about finishing him off. I mean, off. to be fair, to be fair, counterpoint, main characters always bleed a lot. A lot and, more than they actually and, should. And what's his name's got his fucking hand through his chest right now. He's covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is that my only my only counterpoint is yeah so he sh- so he shanked the shit out of Luffy, but he didn't get the effect of it until the water touched him. That's the only reason. So maybe it's not enough water to you know to well, iron ratio. <laughs> he did think he was dead. He was surprised that Luffy was even able to grab him. Also, Luffy doesn't actually have a hole through his body. Well, I mean, he kind of does. Like the the hook did go through him. It's just that the 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 jug of water was like also there, so it didn't like. I don't know. You get a full-on back shot, and it's just his back covered in blood with a hole out the back of his shirt. All right, this is a kid show. They're not going to show the gory guts inside of him. Could you imagine? Dude, could you imagine, though? Hey, but to be real, though, like, this was a kind of a lot of blood. I remember this scene happening in the 4Kids dub, not that we need to talk too much about it, but when this scene happened in the 4Kids dub, they did zero blood. They just threw him into the pit, and they said, oh, yeah, I stabbed your water container. They even... I. I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listeners, they 
photoshopped out the point of the hook on the other end of Luffy's uh, bag, uh, uh, just to like give it as though he only stabbed the water canister. Four four kids. I got a serious question for you. Um, you okay, bud? Did did your mom not let you have sugar cookies? They gave Sanji a Boston accent. Enough said. Thanks to you, I'm still alive to kick it. <laughs> the four kids version went through a, a whole lot of trouble to not do anything special and make it worse. They they gave all of the uh uh what Marines like squirt guns. Uh there was a point Jesus. where how psych. I'm Say not, psych, I'm not, I know that guns don't you, you exist and they might as well be squirt guns, but but even for a bit. Devin, every musket was a squirt gun. I don't want to no. talk about this anymore. And every pistol was either completely photoshopped out or or there was one scene in particular I remember. Helmeppo had Kobe, like, you know that scene like where uh, he has him like hostage or whatever and Helmeppo has a gun to his head, the pistol or whatever? They changed it in the four kids. It was like a weird fucking hammer on like some accordion <laughs> fucking like springy system. What? <laughs> the worst I... part about this is that someone had to animate that. It was someone's job. My God, I'm Someone sorry. Someone got How paid do- <laughs> for that work. I didn't mean to put us here, but... Oh, also, also hate this. They gave two different voice actors to, uh, uh, fucking... Who- Blue Nose Reindeer, fucking Chopper. They had <laughs> Little Chopper be one voice actor, and Big Chopper be another voice actor. That's, really fucking that's no whack. Fun. They did a Yugi Moto style, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah, like they, it. Yeah, they had Big Chopper be, like, a deeper, like, oh, I'm a big, big, strong man, and then, like, Little Chopper was something else. Also, wasn't Sanji sucking on, like, a popsicle the- or sucker the entire yeah, time Yeah, a instead? lollipop, yeah. That one I knew. Yeah, we've we've talked about yeah. that. We're kind of circling around here. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to bring us. I didn't mean to bring us here. Rage, rage, fucking rage. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but was that the was that the uh, the long and short of your little big think, Devin? Yeah, it was. It was the main core of it, which is just you know, I'm 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 ninety percent sure that's how they're going to defeat him. I, I I mean, I'm not going to. This is just me placing the placeholder of I fucking called it, you know, for ahead of time, but uh. Devin put you know. it there. This is the I called it station. Here's we're gonna reference this episode yeah. in God knows how many filler episodes somebody, until somebody we get Photoshop there. Photoshop that on a Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's the <laughs> I called it card trap card. <laughs> a fucking Totoso. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a trailer park boys reference. A fucking Totoso, Trevor. <laughs> is it cannibalism to eat a zoanthrope fruit fruit user? Uh, ooh, wait a minute. That's an interesting question. This this is actually a really good question. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Hold off on future topics. Chopper is a Zoan type who is a reindeer that ate the human-human fruit. Is that considered cannibalism? He's part human now. So, yes, I'm going to go with yes. Now, what about the gun dog? That's not... Can- well, I mean, that depends who eats it. <laughs> okay, that's that's a little too far. That's a little too far down the line. Let's get to the gun dog a little later. Can we describe this gun dog? Because we're gonna keep referencing him. <laughs> it's a bazooka. It's a gun that ate a dog fruit. Yeah, Mister Four has a weapon that happens to eat a devil fruit. I don't know how. They never explain they it. I'll be honest. It's the dumbest shit on the planet. <laughs> I want to point out. I want to point out. Last week or two weeks ago or whatever it was, we were talking about some inanimate object eating a devil fruit, and the Devon's like, "That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. They would never do that." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, 
sitting there laughing because he knows what comes up next. Knowing full well that the first time we meet one of these fucking things was like literally, literally the next episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's apparently a trade secret because she goes, I could tell you, but I'm not going to That's like the biggest like writer's like cop out of just like lol shut up. Take the he could he, he was just so stubborn he couldn't just say a dog in a gun gun fruit. No. Can't do that. You have to do it the other, the other way. You, you want to know what's even better, Devin? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Even now, at the point of the story that I'm at, we don't know the full details of how. You're kidding me. I'm not even fucking kidding. Jesus. I'll tell you this. We have context for uh, the events surrounding, like, you know, the act of it. Or we know, like what organization is like trying to create this this sort of shit and we also know like you know where what it might it, have Hasbro? happened bro <laughs> well winchester it's, fucking cult it's it's kind of like whatever i don't know how to describe it without remington? being too, is it too remington? specific all right chill i can out. see remington making a dog gun all i'm saying is <laughs> even now i cannot tell you how an inanimate object eats a devil fruit but i can tell you that it's been a thing since alabasta <laughs> I kind of imagine it's like a kid poking a dead body with a stick going like, do something, but it's like they're holding a gun into a fruit, like, do something. <laughs> nah, they like sliced it up, they they took the mag and like carved the fruit into bullets and shoved it in the mag. I'll put this idea out there. Devil fruits aren't really explained too much, I'm be honest. There's a lot of things there's that go a on. Lot of, there's a lot there's of There's a magic. lot of loophole bullshit. <laughs> More things, I mean, you can call it bullshit, but Otis in his mansion with his $21 billion going, uh, yeah, who cares? The best theory I have is that whoever the fuck found the mutt-mutt fruit literally took that bazooka and was like, I'm just going to squeeze it and let the juices fall on it, and then it magically turned into a dog. <laughs> I, I want to know what gun he had that was shooting baseballs. <laughs> That's not a gun. That's a that's a base, that's a pitching machine. Also, did you guys notice that the the gun was backwards, where like the actual barrel was his asshole? Uh, I did not. And notice. then he would shoot out of his mouth. <laughs> that was probably for. Gags, I was not to be paying honest. that much. I was not paying that much attention. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna think about the logistics of a gun dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not out here ex- expecting you or me or anyone to figure out the anatomy of a fucking gun dog, like. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, we care. We no, care. There's no we here. There's only you. So back to the uh, the, the real topic at hand. Is it cannibalism? It de- who eats? The- if another dog eats the dog, then yes. If Luffy ate the dog, then no. If Luffy ate Chopper, yes, I would call that cannibalism. Yes. Because yes. he's part human now. If you share a common trait with the thing, it's it's you're finished. You're a cannibal. And if you're some, if you're a human that ate like the ox ox fruit, fuck you. Just because you're part ox doesn't make you any less human. You're still part human. So yes, that's still also cannibalism. You also can't. You also can't eat ox anymore without being a cannibalism too. So it's twofold. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Now, now that you means he's vegan twice. now. Well, no, he can he can eat he can eat like chicken and shit, but he can't eat like cows <laughs> and other oxes. Also, oh, he's a pescatarian. So wait. Wait sure. a minute, but but I bet you Pell can eat other birds because birds eat birds. Well, birds that's are true. also known for being cannibals. Yeah, that bir- birds are known cannibals, though. That part is true. Kill Dylan, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. Well, uh, well the, the reason why they're cannibals is because they're taking the spare parts from other robots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's before we get into into that, let's let's actually talk talk about the the subject we yeah, started let's here. Yeah, talk about uh, the original Sunday. <laughs> Miss All Sunday saves Luffy, and she she mentions the will of D, and Luffy goes meat, meat, and she goes all right. 
This guy's too stupid to know what no, I'm no, talking about. No, no, he literally goes like, D, what the fuck are you on about? I just want meat. <laughs> my chest has a hole in it. Why are you asking me about my middle name? <laughs> Give me meat. Give me stuffing to I'm shove in there. I'm literally dying. Oh, look, it's Pell. <laughs> I'm drowning in sand. So another perspective of this. Uh, well, her name is Robin. It's all right. You don't have to worry about that spoiler anymore. No, yeah, yeah. We, we know her name. We know her name. It's okay. Her name is Nico Robin. Yes. So Robin, on Robin's perspective, this is a dying man. So maybe a dying man has no secrets uh, left to hold. <laughs> and so she thinks she can finally get to the bottom of whatever this is she's looking for. Yes. And Luffy goes, me. <laughs> is she like all but face palms? What is the matter with you? <laughs> Which goes back to, to when when, uh, when Vivi was uh, was asking goons if they ever got sick. And they go, no, if we ever like fell down, we just ate more meat. <laughs> or if we got eat more food. And clearly Pell doesn't know this secret either because Pell, Pell's like, we got to get you to a doctor. And, and Luffy, classic Luffy, says the says the line, Bart goes, meat. And he goes, and me in in your state you're you're dying you've got a hole in your stomach <laughs> the, the meat will fall out of you like you're a skeleton <laughs> luffy's just a keto guy <laughs> jesus he's a hydra homie and a keto homie no I, I actually really did like that little scene for all of our uh later watchers that little robin scene kind of has more than one sort of definition because you got one hand where robin's like what jordy said she wants to find out something about the d people since this is like a dying man or whatever and you also have the uh maybe she's known a couple other d's in her lifetime who have done some things and she just kind of wants to pry a bit <laughs> at the end of uh, that episode we get a little little scene mama ma what a surprise! What he didn't a die. surprise! <laughs> Remember when I was like, when I w- witnessed that explosion, going like, "Yeah." <laughs> the first thing he thought was, "He'll yeah. be back." <laughs> it wasn't truly on screen. So, we didn't see the body. <laughs> Fact: If there's no body, it didn't happen. That's the rule of anime. No body, no death. The, the unfortunate thing. Don't know, dude. The unfortunate truth of One Piece is that if it does not happen before your eyes, you have to assume that they're fine. That is 100% the unfortunate truth of One Piece. I'd believe that going into any piece of media. It's true. I guess that's fair. Brendan Fraser and Scrubs, he's not dead. He just, uh, he went to Hawaii. Wait, what? Get the fuck out of here. Don't you dare (laughs) dismantle the best fucking scene in all of sitcom history. Get the fuck out of here, you disgust me. I don't get that joke. Watch Scrubs, everybody. But, uh, before we move on too far, I just want to say, uh, this won't be a very long thought, but, man... My boy Toto, the dude gets literally zero wins. As soon as he gets water, dude. As soon he gets as a ton of water too. As, He's yeah. like, "Fuck yeah!" And then you just like look up. And it's like, "Oh, I'm Dorothy now." As soon as this goon finds the water, big ass fucking sandstorm. The entire bit of Unova is fucking destroyed. Fuck you. It's over. Well, uh, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. As we just said. Didn't see it. Didn't happen yet. So he's definitely alive, but I'm just going to go out here and say that all of that hard work he went through, yeah, that, that that shit's dried up again. He slaved to get that oasis up and running. And what happens? Fucking just the worst sandstorm in the history of sandstorms. Golly, my man, I'm so sorry you have to live through this. And then uh, post that, we just have the following shenanigans of the animals of Alabasta getting the straw hats to the city. Hell (laughs) yeah. 
the Squirtle Squad. I mean, the Supersonic Duck Squad. The Supersonic Duck Squad, dude. <laughs> also, the return of dugongs. Also, the the power yeah. of perversion that allows crabs to run across water halfway. Only briefly. Only briefly. And then the episode that follows the one that we were just talking about. There's a lot of a. Uh, there's a lot of conveniences. Like it's just conveniently there. Like, how the fuck did Karu know to go because that, that they were, were going to be there in the whole vast of the desert? Hey, you know what? Fuck like, you. Like, don't get me wrong. Fucking supersonic duck squad. Fucking mint. Yeah, dude. They use sonar. It's in the name. Well- <laughs> supersonic sonar. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> Led by your boy, Captain, Captain Karu. Captain Karu. Who, who would have thought that the Luffy had in his presence a captain? You mean Usopp? Oh shit, he has two captains. I wouldn't be surprised if Zoro was a captain of his own fucking crew at one point. Dude, I mean, he kind of was between, like, fucking Johnny and Yosuku or whatever. He was kind of their fucking captain for a hot second, right? True. Sort of. So yeah, Vivi finally gets to the the thing, right? And we get a a sick-ass scene where everybody's in capes. And that was a pretty hype scene. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I was like, here we go. It's coming. Let them have it now, Mr. Four! They're too fast. Uh, two just broke off from the rest. They're splitting up. And and then they start dashing everywhere. And they're like, oh shit, which one do we follow? Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. So you, you want to describe that? That VV scene, Brendan? Do I want to describe that VV scene? Which one? The one where fucking Koza's coming in and the whole rebel army's behind him? Because golly, dude. This is so... I love this scene. Because first of all, you have... The, the climax, right? Like, this is what Vivi's been waiting for. She's been waiting to hit up with the with the Rebel Army. She's convinced that all she has to do is wait in front of them and get Koza's attention and everything's going to be fine. She's going to stop everyone before they even get to the capital. We've been waiting like for this. Like a fucking goon. Like a fucking goon. But, you know, she thinks that everything's going to be fine. And this goes back to, like, the, the comment that Crocodile and Luffy have been making where, you know, Vivi's an idealist. She thinks that she can get all of this solved without anyone having to go through any real repercussions or anybody actually dying. So she's gotten to a point where she's finally made it here. She can make it happen before any bloodshed has to go through. And what fucking happens? We get Crocodile, who's got like fucking 5D chess going on in his brain. He's already infiltrated the rebel ar- or the royal army, not the rebel army. Well, both of them, honestly. Both. And uh, he creates, he tells one of his fucking billions, millions, who the fuck ever, create that fucking smoke screen, throw a cannonball, and he's gonna get off scot-free because he was just like, oh, dude, I was just, you know, protecting the capital from the rebels, whatever. And now that we have a smoke screen, Vivi literally, her voice quite literally falls on deaf ears because everyone's just in a frenzy. You can't see anything. You can't hear anything but the galloping of horses. She's screaming for Koza and they even like do that shit in the anime where like Koza's like, wait a minute, do I do, do I hear a voice like a familiar voice? But of course he ain't gonna fucking hear it because that's that's how tension's built. And man, that fucking moment when Koza finally passes Vivi and Vivi realizes that Koza just fucking booked it. Final 
everyone's still rampaging back into the city, and she has essentially failed. Right then and there, she has submitted to her own failure. But, of course, she'll eventually, you know, get back up and go back into the into the fray. And then Kanu comes in and fucking like, oh, dude, girl, you're going to get trampled by all these horses. Let me protect you, bae. Oh, my God, dude, the Kanu. I love you, Kanu. You're the best so duck ever. Good. He took a real beating. Oh he my took God. such a beating. You know, there was there was not one, but like two really substantial Kadu taking L moments in this where first of all was when he got trampled by all the horses and shit and he was like basically knocked out and then after they scaled the wall after he oh, like he does that sweet shot. fucking move he gets shot and there's that really really sick like three second animation sequence oh. of him like about to fall over but then he just gets right back on that saddle and fucking books it yeah he, go, he goes no not yet I gotta uh, keep not going. yet dude in in any other instance, Karu's sitting in the back with Usopp, but because it's it's Baby's <laughs> life on the line here, he's gonna fucking he's gonna he's gonna kick fucking he's gonna take these kicks, he's gonna take these tramples, he's gonna take these guns, he's gonna take it all for for his waifu. <laughs> as we all know, as we all know, when it's Usopp against someone like Mister Two, the fight is over in two seconds. One second for Usopp, and one second for the candle. <laughs> God, it's so infuriating that everyone acknowledges that Bon Clay is probably the biggest threat to Vivi's life because he could just waltz up there and be like, hey, I'm your friend, Stab. Uh, <laughs> and yet they sent the two weakest goons after. They had... They had they had a perfect setup they could have had. They could have had one fighter in each group, except they sent Sanji and Chopper together. Yeah, that was a mistake. I was going to say, like, they didn't get to I pick... I don't think it was intentional, though. Well, okay, but here's ah. Christian's argument, and this is my argument as well. So, they didn't get to pick which villain chased them. That was, like, completely up to chance. But here's what they could have chosen. They could have at least chosen the teams a little better, which they ended up inadvertently yeah, doing later anyway, because Sanji ended up hitting up Bon Clay and then Usopp yes. caught up with Chopper. But that's really the way it probably should have been from the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should. They have. They, you've got three fighters there. You, you stick one of them in each pair, and that's it. And while we're on that scene, that that fucking like uh, panel or I guess like screen cap of when like Bon Clay is revealed after like turning from Usopp back into Bon Clay, golly, what a sinister fucking moment! I loved that fucking scene because it, it was I, a pretty cool scene for Bon Clay. Yeah, I think it was like the very end of episode two or something like that, where he was just like, "All right, fine, gag's over, but you're still gonna die, kid." <laughs> For any for any Kaguya people out there, it's like when she puts her her left hand on her cheek, and it's like a really sinister smile. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. Or he he puts his hand there, and then he goes, "You found me out, eh?" It, it's almost like the first time we see him be menacing as a villain versus like the other times he's just a kind of a, a goofball. I knowing knowing but what Bon Clay becomes, I I felt you know very very weird about this because I was like Bon Clay, no, please. And I like this. Yeah. Yo, dude, what do you what, you what do you better. mean? He's he's still being his same Bon Clay self. He just you know he is. Uh, no, it, it's not fun. It's not fun thinking of Bon Clay as the bad guy. All right? It's not. I like thinking of Bon Clay as the bad guy because he's he's all kinds of nah. people. He's a man. Wait, is he he's a, a woman. He's future? a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a everything. He is in a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Who really <laughs> stays a villain in this in the, in this show? I've already claimed that Crocodile will be a good guy one day anyway too. 
Press X to doubt. Oh yeah, he joins the Straw Hats. I didn't say he draws joins the Straw Hats. I just said he's a good guy, dude. Could 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 you fucking imagine <laughs> if fucking Crocodile joined the Straw Hats? Golly, yeah, dude. I just get all kinds of dumb, goofy gags with Crocodile now. That would only happen in Naruto. That wouldn't happen in this universe. Nah, I, w- I would believe it. I would believe it in One Piece first. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, Jordy's little. <laughs> Never assume you know anything about this fucking show. I swear. I don't. I don't. I watched a, g- a dog be- a gun become a dog. I don't. I don't have any thoughts for this. All right. Appetite. All right. So, so on that gun thing, uh, we want to discuss the team ups real quick. Uh, I just want to say, before we talk about the team-ups too much, um, I don't even care. Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas, most synergistic fucking pairing in the villain team, period. I, it's the most synergistic, but it's probably the weakest. I mean, I'm sure it's the weakest, but they play off of each other so much better than any of the other villain team-ups. I'm just saying. He's uh, also the only other one without a devil fruit, Mr. Four. He just owns a devil fruit. <laughs> he owns a gun with a devil fruit. He owns a gun with a devil fruit, but does not have one for himself. He's just fucking buff as shit. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I did not understand the, the fourth bat reference they were going for all this time, and I had to look it up. Uh, you don't baseball. He's a pinch hitter, dude. No, he's not a pinch hitter. He's just a, he's a cleanup hitter. The fourth, batting, the fourth spot in the batter's lineup is exclusively reserved for the strongest hitter. Yep. For home runs and shit. Yeah. Yes. The first the first three in a baseball lineup are the ones most likely to get on base. And so the idea is that the fourth person can hit a grand slam. But literally, Four's entire character is centered around the meme of being a baseball player. And I love it. Despite the stupidity of fucking Gundog, I actually really <laughs> enjoy the way Four fights. Nah, dude. I The Four, I don't love Miss Merry Christmas, but... Like I said, the way they play off of each other's abilities, where Merry Christmas creates the fucking groundhog holes or whatever, and then Four can just pop out of the ground, hit a ball, smack a dude, fucking make a bomb blow up or whatever. He's also part football player, because Homeboy's light as fuck on his feet if he's going to <laughs> each of those holes. A fat baseball player, they're not fast. A fat football player, they're fucking the flash dude (laughs) (laughs) you know it dude absolutely i i I still don't understand why she's called miss merry christmas because nothing about them is very christmasy she got red hair dude all right i'm gonna i'm gonna peel back this layer since we're, we're finally here we know all the people the names are literally just like in order of the most prominent japanese holidays What's all Sunday? All Sunday is important because Sunday is like the day that everyone always has off. It's like everyone's fucking free day of the week, like it is for us, but it's like way more sacred there. And then after all Sunday comes golden or double finger, finger, which is like the new year, I think. Uh, And then after that goes Merry Christmas, which is Christmas. And then after that goes three. Oh, three goes golden week, which golden week is an entire week where like everyone gets off because it's it's kind of like their spring break. But in the working world, then we have Merry Christmas, which is Christmas, which is not as popular there as it is here. And then uh, I don't know what goes after that. They really they really trip you with that with that Wednesday. Valentine is five. No, that's that's why when you get to fucking Mr. Nine and you just have Miss Wednesday, it's a fucking Wednesday. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Just a day. Wednesday cares. It's hump day. Make it a camel. I think I think even I think Mr. Eight had Miss Monday, so they they think Monday's more important than Wednesday, I guess. Wednesday. <laughs> so there you go. There's the secret. It's just like 
prominent Japanese holidays, whatever, whatever their ranking is for like most important. Today I there learned. I'm learning a lot of things. I'm learning about Japanese holidays, about baseball. Man, I'm being cultured. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting cultured. <laughs> I'm glad that we could have two episodes devoted to Miss Merry Christmas and Mr. Ford just so that you could get cultured, or, uh, Jordy. Well, yeah, it's it's Chopper and Usopp versus those two, and then uh, Nami and Zoro versus one and uh, Double Finger. Yes. yes, there's really no Nami here. I want to I want to I want to peel back that scene for a second since no one else Which has one? jumped in. The one with Zoro and Nami versus one and Double Finger. Does anyone <laughs> want to talk about that for a sec? I. Why did Zoro let them walk by? <laughs> He was he was dumbfounded. He was like, "Hold up, what?" They're walking at me menacingly. <laughs> no, one sexily walking. You can't say that was menace. It was like menacingly I, sexy. I don't know. I yeah. Well, they're menacing still in there. You saw her face was no bit no. It was all business. Her hips were all business too, dude. Did you see that hip sway? I saw that hip sway. <laughs> the strut, dude. The strut is real. No, dude, my man, my man Zoro literally like had his swords like in his hand. They weren't drawn, or were they drawn? I don't remember. I don't no, think he didn't so. Draw he, didn't he, draw like, he, he like unclinked them and then like let him walk by. He's like, "Yo, what? This is where we normally fight. What are you doing?" Uh, Devin, <laughs> since you're a resident fight expert out here, uh, isn't like the the when you like about to draw it also a move? So, so the part is if we're, if we're talking about the same thing. So the part where he like he pushes the the blade out a little bit. The the reason why you do that is because just the swords back then, well, just in Japanese swords like that, it's it, it's not uncommon for them to get stuck. It, like it's it's almost like a, like a like it, it's very tight. Thing. Yeah, That's they why click like, into place so that when you're running, it not doesn't really, just it's pop. not like a click. It's more like it's more like a cork. Right is the best. No, the point is that they don't fall out when you're running. Exactly. So the the reason why he like pushes the hilt forward, the the, the habiki, I think have ha- I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a Japanese word for the hilt. You push the hilt out just so like, the blade is loose because once you get past that little uh, the the little uh, guard that holds the the hilt down like the, on the blade side, it it it's free flowing. It's 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 super like like I could literally just like tilt it forward and it'll just fall right out. So that's the reason why he you know it, most swordsmen always you know in the movies and in you know historical sense they pop it out a little bit just so it's like okay now I can quickly draw it versus having to muscle my way and possibly. Because the problem with the the, the the katana, or not problem, it's not about brute force like like uh, Western weapons are. It's about agility. So like, it's not about how hard you swing. It's about how you slice. That's why when you see like a uh, like those like a uh, uh, when they slice the mats and everything like that, you don't see them like swinging like hard. They're 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 dragging the blade. And so like, if you're forcing, you're using your muscle to just get your sword out. You're you're going to be defeating the purpose of your swing half the time. That's why they pop it out first, real quick. My God, all this culture. Boom! Here's some more knowledge! My God. All right, Torg, Torg, please calm down. No more. When did we become an educational podcast? I don't fucking know. I don't don't like it. Since I was a nerd, (laughs) and I decided to learn the katana because, you know, a 13-year-old, that's what he wants to do. (laughs) Milady, Damn right. I never owned a fedora. I should. Actually, no, that's a lie. I've owned a fedora. A real fedora. I, I too, owned one. But I'm not talking like one of those, the the milady ones. I'm talking like actual fedora. Like, oh, like, the like mobster. Right, yeah, I don't want to know the difference that. between the I don't want to know anymore. No, no more coach. <laughs> got a red feather. So, Tony, do you want to know Stop the it. difference between the No, he's already, <laughs> no. He already had enough knowledge for today. My stomach's too full, dude. So, before we get too carried away, let's discuss the last team up. So, now we've got uh, originally it was Sanji and Chopper. 
up against four and miss Merry mm-hmm. Christmas. And then Sanji was basically like, yo, Chopper, you got this? I'm going to go. I'm going to go into the town. <laughs> and then he got the sweet team up, too, because he got his counter. He got the, the kick kick dude, Mon Clay. Yeah. So Sanji and Bon Clay uh, caught up. And what I find very interesting about this. So at this point, the audience uh, recognizes that Sanji is an unknown to Bon Clay. Bon Clay does not realize that Sanji exists. And they both seem to have kick related styles. It's because they're both chefs, apparently. And they both seem to have chefs. Or, sorry, have chefs. Be chefs. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. And then the whole the whole French thing. And then they're both very French. All I'm saying is, this was a match made in heaven from the get. Well, Clay is an alternate universe Sanji. And, and, and on, on Christian's uh, previous statement before, it's the only person that Bon Clay won't have trouble fighting because he won't feel guilty. Oh, he made friends with all the other people, not with Sanji. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then I also want to point out that Bon Clay is very, uh, has a very white aesthetic with his white swan costume, and Sanji has a very black aesthetic with his black suit. White versus black, ying versus yang. There's a lot going on between Bon Clay and Sanji. All, all I'm saying is, remember this fight way later down the line is all I'm saying. <laughs> Just alternate universe versions of each other. One got Dude. thrown in so, by accident. So there's a parallel universe where instead of Sanji getting on the crew, it's actually Bon Clay. All yeah. I'm saying is, I'd be about it. I love Bon Clay. <laughs> although, although, nah, man, I'm liking, I'm liking, I'm liking Sanji's flow here. Right, it was really cool. No, I'm, I'm convinced that Sanji only had his baller scenes recently to convince me that it shouldn't be Bon. That's literally the only reason <laughs> that he had his baller scenes recently. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's he's the one with the most golden hams of a single character. Man, but see, every time he gets golden ham, it's because no one else gets to do anything fun because it's all <laughs> about he's Sanji. Too cool. <laughs> it's literally like episodes dedicated to him versus <laughs> he got a whole versus movie. like naturally. That's what we I'm saying, dude. Like 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 for example, like I, I'm assuming we're all in agreement that Sanji's not getting the ham this week, right? No, no, no. no, no he's not, not, not having my ham this week. He didn't do anything. Point in case. Point in case. He <laughs> well, he didn't do anything. Exactly. He only gets a ham. I, I bet you next week when we record, he's going to get the ham because it's going to be like three episodes of him Stop. fighting Bon Clay. Oh. Oof, baby. <laughs> he's going to get the ham. No, I'm calling. This is maybe. a Devin called it moment. Right, this is what I'm telling Doing you. Doing another Devin, one, guys. Devin, this is what I'm telling you. If it if if it is literally three episodes, which I'm pretty sure it's not, but let's pretend that it's three episodes of Bon Clay versus Sanji. I'm giving it to Bon fucking Clay. Screw this blind motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but Damn. hypothetically speaking, it could go to Sanji. It could. You're absolutely right. It could. I do. I do want to talk about Usopp though. I want to talk about. I'm pretty Usopp. sure Usopp has the has a devil fruit power. Oh, really? Oh yeah. What is it? The Toonie Toonie fruit. Because he pulls out Looney Tune shit all the time. <laughs> the hammer, the five-ton hammer, and then it actually ends up being paper mache. And two frying pans. Let me put you on a little secret here, right? Thrift shopping is the best. Back. You find the best crap. Now, let me tell you why. Back on uh, Logetown, remember he bought out that random shit? Yep, yep. Every little thing he's bought there has come in clutch. I'm not yes. saying I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. What I'm saying is is the execution of it is very Looney Tunes esque, and I'm disappointed in myself because I was impressed that he was able to lift a five ton <laughs> hammer. Oh, and I'm no. extra disappointed in myself no. to find out five minutes later that it wasn't. Oh, no. You're killing me, dude. There's, Come there's on. There's no way you believed that. <laughs> For two seconds, there's I was like, Usopp's no not way. useless. 
oh my god, this is great. I'm going to ignore the fact that he had pulled a hammer out of the middle of nowhere because he did it in the Arlong fight. Whatever. This is great. To, no, they didn't. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. Why does the show have to do this to me? What he really, the, the fruit he really has is the thrift thrift fruit. <laughs> yeah, he, he sees, he's got the eye for it, right? He's got the eye for the items. Facts. And let it be known, his go- his uh, his golden ham object was the boomerang. And where did he get the boomerang? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I remember. I remember. We gave it to the, 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 the boomerang. Whose boomerang was that? It was Usopp. And then to add insult to injury, though, he plays whack-a-mole. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He plays a lot he of that. He plays whack-a-mole with the mole But she's mole a penguin, so I don't know why. Right, yeah, I don't know why he's playing whack-a-mole with a penguin, yeah. but, you know, whatever. <laughs> don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Um, Hang on, before before we leave Usopp, I do want to point this out, too. So, this is actually my favorite part of the app, and it's, like, the last thing that happens in the final episode. So, we actually get Usopp not only being, like, his normal scared self, but he actually bails. Like, he runs. Like, he, he, he gets mm-hmm. the fuck out. Uh, he, he's, a, he's told, he told Chopper earlier in the fight, like, dude, wait a minute, you didn't actually beat them yet? Like, why the fuck am I here? I'm no good at this fucking fight. I'm a human. You're a transforming reindeer monster. I am a normal person. They are fucking crazy with a giant fucking bat and a mole person. And Chopper's like, well, you better fucking help. And then Usopp's like, I fucking can't. Oh yeah, and a gun dog, of course. Chopper's like, don't forget the the gun dog. There's a, there's a part of me where I was like, all right, we get it, Usopp. But then there's another part of me goes, oh wait, I get it. He's really normal. I would do that. Yeah, I mean, not only not only did he pull out like literally every stop he had left in his bag, and it still failed. Like he and his lies also didn't work. Yeah. of having eight thousand men. Yeah, Dude, well, that's what I'm I mean, that's, saying. That's the it's it, that, that's always the part where he, where they fuck up, right? Because like he goes, and I have ten million soldiers on okay, and then the enemy goes, wait a minute, nobody could possibly have ten. Are you a liar? <laughs> Are you lying to me me right now? Chapo was really thrown for a loop. He said, all all this time I thought you were useless, Usopp, but you're the greatest. (laughs) Yep. And then... Never have I related to another animated character (laughs) that's his reindeer in my entire life. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but no, before we get away, I really want to point out there was that moment where, where Usopp, you know, jokes aside, he truly fucking... He dipped. He bailed. I really like that how when Miss Merry Christmas grabs him and informs uh Usopp in that moment that Luffy fucking got beat by Crocodile. That was when Usopp took major fucking offense to Miss Merry Christmas and demanded that she not lie to him. Isn't that so fucking ironic? Does anyone else find that the ironic? Of him to say, How dare you lie to me about something that actually happened? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as as far as his crew is concerned, I, Luffy is unbeatable. Luffy's the biggest monster on the face of the earth. They were really, they really had all their stocks in this Luffy win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had the stocks in it, but Zoro and Sanji both kind of felt like, uh, we're not, we're not really sure on this one. Because, like, if you think about it, this is like the first time they're ever going to actually have to fight someone who's decently strong. Uh, before it was just like little stupid uh, story writing things that prevented them from going all out. But now they're actually faced with people who can fight them back, and they're like, "I, I you uh, know, being as strong as I am, I can see the strength here." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel it. We got, we got anything else out there? No, not really. Um, next weeks are going to be one fifteen to one seventeen. So, uh, on that topic, uh, Devin, I'm going to ask you to skip 
the opening from now on. Yeah, I, I saw that note. I was curious about it. All right. So uh, from starting from 116 all the way up to 130 uh, episode wise, they're going to show an o- a new opening. And that new opening, surprisingly, I don't know why they did this spoil something, a uh, sort of major element of the yeah. story. It's going to have a raining scene where crocodiles getting hit, isn't it? We'll, we'll just say yes, just just to to, to appease sure. your your expectations. While we're on that topic, the next one is a banger too. Just so we're clear, the next one's a a fucking banger. Yeah, so try to skip it, and if you manage to actually watch it, and you go, oh, maybe that's what they were talking about. Tell us so we can go. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, just don't watch it. Whoever whoever produced that opening really wasn't thinking about people who don't read the manga. Yeah, they, 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 it was like the same thing when the Japanese was airing. This particular opener started like going on, and I still see it in threads on the One Piece subreddit all the time of people who are like showing their kids like One Piece, and they're like, guys, was this like a thing? And everyone's like, yep, yep, for like the better part of 14 episodes, they spoiled a very, a very prominent uh, plot element. I mean, I've, it, only for 14 episodes. It's not like a but... major deal breaker, but it is sort of, it does sort of kill the moment when it does happen. It makes it makes the moment that you become privy to the information a little less satisfying. Just don't watch. Just don't watch the the intro. All right, let's uh let, let's move on to these these quotes. Uh, who wants to start? I'll go first. I only got one. Go ahead. Uh, it's a uh, it's from our you know it's our simp king and uh you know Sanji. <laughs> hey, now I'm neither rebel army nor royal <laughs> army. I'm on the side of the ladies. I had this one too. <laughs> Shit. A man of culture. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, this is the point in our cast where I want to point out uh, the narrator in both the sub and the dub. Shout out to the narrator. He might as well be a straw hat. Love the fuck out of the guy. He is there in every single fucking episode recap, and he has some of the most banger monologues and in the dub is no exception there is a point where he talks about the two forces facing each other he starts going on a, a, a monologue of there are those who lament war still others incite war but for the very few who know the truth they strive to prevent it these widely opposing viewpoints all have one thing in common they are about to clash here in the capital city of Alubarna. Narrator does not get enough shoutouts. He is a great storyteller in both the dub and the sub. Uh, I find both of them to be on the exact same plane. Big fan. And then I also had, uh, in the last episode, um, the gag Usopp line of, I command 8,000 men! And then everything went silent, and no one fucking believed him. And after the pause, he just goes... Five tons! <laughs> Raising his hammer to the sky. And then, cho- then then it gives you the shot of Chopper in the frame, too, going, awesome, that's Dude, awesome, that's, that's, so, that's fucking so sweet! And then uh, the only serious one I got was Usopp again, uh, the one where he shouts back at Miss Merry Christmas, don't you dare lie to us. I love that. I've got a few. Um... <laughs> the, uh, the first of which is when, uh, before, uh, once they've split up, the party taking the agents to different parts of town uh at one point 
said somebody goes you've uh i forget uh it was nami 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 goes uh uh yes you found me it is i the real vivi and then zoro next to her goes what are what are you uh, um talking about i'm the real vivi <laughs> that's right i'm the real princess vivi what are you i mean what are you uh, talking about i am the real princess vivi <laughs> but it's Zoro's. I like how like, he says it like really manly at yeah. first, but then he like lights up his tone. Mm-hmm. His girl voice is really good. I'm be honest, it's pretty good for a guy with a deep voice. It's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, my uh, my next one from uh, is when uh, Sanji steps in as the hero we all know and love. Nice work there, Captain Carter. You did a damn good job. You're here. At ease, ducks. You can stand down. <laughs> Facts, dude. And then, and then the two other supersonic ducks uh, cart him away on a stretcher. <laughs> when I saw them pull the stretcher out, I was just like, <laughs> of course, they're so good. <laughs> the duck squad is so good. Uh, I only have one, and it's like a really long Usopp rant. I am a traveler of the world's oceans, a crusher of notorious monsters, beasts, and foes, a sinker of countless ships, a flattener of numberless towns. Trembling with fear, people everywhere call me the Master of Destruction. (laughs) I suggest that you take the time to remember my name carefully. I am Captain Usopp! Yes, yes, thank you very much. It's nothing, really. I'll be signing autographs later. He's just listing off everything he's done with the Straw Hat crew. Yeah, and, and it's really funny because she's like, oh no, I'm fighting a god. <laughs> Knocked out Mr. Four with one hit. Oh my god. I feel like I know who I'm going for going to ham. Uh, my uh, answer might surprise you. Oh yeah? yeah? Who wants to go first? I don't want to go first. Uh, I, I was going to say Karu. I was also going to say Karu. Hey. I was also going to say Karu anyway. That's your surprise? <laughs> well, I thought you guys were going to think I was going to pick Usopp. No. Uh, well, no, he right. didn't do I can, shit. No, I can see that's fair. No, he, gets two, he gets two episodes to do cool shit. He has moments, but Karu. Karu. Alright, so so if, if, if I may, Dylan... Uh, if this is possible, I'm going to ask you to, to put in like a little rewind tape. Yep, and I then... know. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> I, as soon as I, I, when I wrote the note down of Karu should get the ham probably this week, I was like, Jordy's going to bring this Jordy back ca- up. Jordy <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, one of these days, you're going to be like, you're going to, this, this duck, Karu's this dumb duck you, you think is so dumb is going to make you cry. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, 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 I know, I know this is going to happen, but I, I got to give it to the duck. density, but that makes sense for you know, the, the, the explanation of her you know, double fruit. Okay, I can get behind the weird shit behind that. The fucking duck? What, what's the point? <laughs> I, the duck? I'm, like, like, they just emphasize her getting on the duck so much, and then, like, going into fight, and then, like, she completely flubs it, I, and I'm like, you're supposed to be a powerful character, apparently, Devin. in this area, this Devin. island. What? If you say fucking anime logic bullshit, I'm a slap. No, 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 no. <laughs> Whether you believe me or not, this duck will make you cry one of these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) This duck is not going to get shit from me.
<laughs> oh, and here we this, are. This makes me happy. I I I do reap what I sow. <laughs> Every once in a while, that karma comes back around at you. You can't. You can only be big. You can only big big think brain for so long. All right. So, what do you guys have for your IQs? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I have Luffy has clutched Croc. Bon Clay thirsty for that duck. Usopp called a lie. I guess I'll go next. I think I did it right. <clears throat> God damn it. Alabasta gets fucked. Perversion is true power. Supersonic ducks. You had it so close. I think the first, you were one, the so first close. line was bad. The, the first, first line, line was, was one too many syllables. Yeah. Oh, well then I can change the first line to crocodile gets wet. That's too many. That's too, still too many syllables. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no. That, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Croc O dial. Oh no, no, you're right. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're right. You're good. Damn it, Devin, you're right. No, you're right. You're good. No, you're good. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The second one's good. The you second pass. one's good. You pass. We miscounted. Son of a bitch. We miscounted. <laughs> um, this is this one's going to be uncharacteristically uh, darker of me. Uh, oh, oh boy! <laughs> Everything looks bleak. How will the heroes prevail? War never changes. <laughs> <laughs> as it do, as it do. That's a good one. The good one. All right. Uh, mine is uh, him. Watch out there, crypto. Here comes that stiffly good boy, Lasso the Gun Dog. <laughs> Here comes. Underdog. I'm, I'm, I'm upset that Lasso the Gun Dog was five syllables for no reason. Yep. Lasso the gun dog. I went through like six haikus before I was like, wait a minute, Lasso the Gun Dog. So anyway, that's it. Is it it? Are we sure we don't have anything else? Let's see. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Panda Sightings. Don't forget the Instagram. Or don't and Instagram. It's the same. Send world, us same questions thing. to Twitter and or the email if you still. Do that. Mm-hmm. They're all spelled the same. Uh, it should be in the description. Uh, well, you know, have a nice day. <laughs> have, have a nice day. <clears throat> ma, ma, ma. So, the final revolt has begun. There was a lone ship. Hopefully, that means Princess Vivi and the others were able to make it to Alabasta in one piece. I must hurry. I pray there's still time. <laughs>